0: Welcome to Hearthside Salons. I'm Heidi Hornbacher of PageCraft Writing. Each week we bring you conversations with creators and innovators to feed your creative fire. Do you ever see a dispute from the outside? You can see both sides and you think, these two are more alike than different. Why can they not see that? Why can't they bridge their differences? When the dispute is a more global issue, the bridging becomes even more of a challenge. As is often the case, Steps to Peace can come with a new generation seeing things differently. As the lady says, the children are our future. For Belfast-based producer and chief executive of educational nonprofit Cinemagic, Joan Burney, bringing kids together to work on films was the key, both in creating a more peaceful community and in providing career paths. I caught up with her on one of her LA visits. We talk about the power of will, the audacity of creativity, and the transformative difference of opportunity. We recorded over a less than ideal connection. Bear with me. So
1: Joan, welcome to our side salons. How are you? I am very well, thank you, and it is lovely to see you, and it's also lovely to be here in California. I know. I'm glad we got you on while you're here.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. So you run an incredible program and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but I want to talk about a little bit first about where you come from. And so can you just tell me a little about like, where did you grow up? What was your family like? What were, what did you want to be when you were a little kid?
1: Oh my goodness. We could be here a long time. So as you can tell from my accent, I'm from Northern Ireland. I grew up in a place called Armagh. Um, I had very hardworking parents. So, as a young child, I was always thrown into everything from working in clothes shops to being pushed out to do modelling to doing charity events. Um, I'm an only child as well. So, I was always surrounded by lots of mum and dad's friends and lots of can do attitude people. Um, and I think that has given me a really solid grounding. For who I am as a person, um, and my mother is definitely one of these people that always says, "There's no such thing as no," and dream as big as you can. And I think backdrop of that, and always traveling a lot as a child, and seeing so much of the world, and qualities and inequalities, but also just seeing so much potential, mm. always really really excited me. And as a child, I was always fascinated by film and television and just always thought it'd be an amazing medium to be involved in and I didn't even know what that meant or what that looked like or what a producer did or what a director did I certainly wouldn't have known at a young age what those roles are but I look at young people now they're very savvy but,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know they want to be a DOP they want to be a, a script editor and I'm thinking I wouldn't have known that at eight or nine years of age Um, so they always fascinated by the creative industries. Then once I left university, I got a job working in the BBC, which, again, I love the excitement, live television, lots of energy, really learning from the best professionals, you know, there was around me at the time. I worked in events, but I also worked on a lot of different types of programs. Mm. Um, And I got to learn and see so much of the industry there. But after 10 years of being in the BBC, I was really, really I guess, very ambitious about realising that I was. But I was really keen to try and find a way to make a difference to young people's lives and to give young people opportunities where access wasn't a problem. I think Mm -hmm. growing up in Northern Ireland, you know, there was always the mentality of you can only get a job in the film business if you live in LA. And everything always seemed so far removed. And there just always seemed to be so much geographical barriers as well as Mm -hmm. the skills development so I applied for a job in Cinemagic which is a non-profit based in Northern Ireland Um, the remit of the organization is to educate inspire and motivate young people and the organization was really set up in Northern Ireland amidst the troubles really and it was a way to try and bring young Catholic and Protestant Children together in a safe community at a time when it would not have been safe for young people mm-hmm. to engage and learn and share ideas. So, the idea of putting on a screening and bringing young people from different communities together just to, to have a bit of fun and, and develop yeah. friendships, um, and also to realize we, we laugh at the same things, we enjoy the yeah. same things, and to share how much they had in common. Yeah. So that was kind of very much the, the objective of Cinematic. Since then, the charity has substantially grown and we now engage with over 40,000 young people a year, delivering um, lots and lots of events all over Northern Ireland, but also throughout Dublin. Um, And a big part of our reach has been our work here in Los Angeles, which we've been delivering now for over 10 years. Um, We've been really fortunate that every year we've had the opportunity to bring young people from various backgrounds in Northern Ireland to come to LA to work with young people from various schools all over LA. um, And they share one week of this amazing lifetime experience. they get to go to all the studios, they get to have lots of fun together, they get to make films together, uh, produce songs and create music videos. And then every year we do a big VIP gala event here in the Fairmont Hotel. So the young people from, uh, so it's really, really incredible. And um, we've seen so many life-changing things happen because of the project.
0: That's, well, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you is what can you, like what's the most amazing transformation in a kid that you've seen or, or what are some of your favorite stories of like a kid coming into the program one way and leaving another
1: way? And there really are so many. and change can look in so many different things for you one young person it may be the first time a young person has actually gained confidence be someone developed in the first film but we've had everything from young people who've come through cinema who've gone on to win BAFTAs and mean, nominated wow. for Oscars wow. to credits when we are taking young, young people I know yeah so we've had lots and lots of amazing success stories of young people who have gone on to win awards but also have really, really successful careers, working on Game of Thrones, various Disney projects, um, and are flying in the creative industries, especially now in Northern Ireland with so much production. Yes. There's, there's that level, and then there's these just amazing opportunities. You know, we, we, we delivered a project with a group of young people in Watts, mm. and they came to Santa Monica, and one you know, young 18-year-old boy told me that this was the first time he'd ever seen the ocean. Oh my goodness! So moments like that are really incredible. And um, those young people, actually, from what were then given the opportunity through Cinemagic, to go to Northern Ireland and be part of a feature film, second feature film a Cinemagic shot, which was called Grace and Goliath. And those young people got to work with industry professionals firsthand um, on set and learn from the best that there was. But also, you know, they're coming home with that professional credit. Yeah on their CV um, with all this experience, but also having been part of something really exciting with young people from different communities and in a different countries. That's and amazing. I think for me, That that's what gives me the, the reason for doing it. And I, and, I, and I still think we've got so much more to do. Um, and I think now more than ever, when young people have felt so isolated mm-hmm. and so lonely over the last year and a half, we just need to keep finding really innovative creative ways to bring young people all over the world together to share and just let them know that other like-minded people think the way they think and understand them and share ideas how they can collaborate
0: yes oh that's so amazing i didn't i i haven't seen grace and goliath yet i've seen everything else i think but uh it's so exciting and and I think I, I just actually was a guest on a on some kids podcast for a program called Made in Her Image. And there were some teens. and it, exactly as you're saying, they're interviewing me. And I'm like, I would not have known half the stuff they know at that age to ask me about what it's like to be in the industry. I mean, so
1: they're so, kids are so much more savvy today. I think that's brilliant, Heidi. And I think it's so important because you know, not every child is academic at school. And so unless you're given an opportunity to practically try something in the creative industries, either by making your own short films or your own podcasts or whatever, if if young people are not given that opportunity, you are not going to know. So I think the younger we can get young people involved in any sort of elements from animation to gaming, to filmmaking, to storytelling, I think it's so, so important to help them build their confidence and and their stories.
0: Yeah. Well, and, so Northern Ireland as an, as a kind of microcosm for what I think is going, you're, you're making the difference in the world on a larger level of kids, knowing each other from all kinds of different walks of life, but it was particularly important in Northern Ireland to start because of, because of the troubles. And because nice. I think that's how any fabric of society changes is getting the kids to relate to each other. And I didn't want to ask you to, can you give us the nutshell of the Troubles? But like. Um, for any, for American listeners or anyone who might not understand what that is or what that, what that period was really about, can you speak about that?
1: Well, it's basically two communities, um, both probably wanting the same thing, but not being able to agree to put it in a very simple terms. Obviously the troubles have existed in Northern Ireland for some time, um, a lot of people very sadly lost their lives. A lot of homes were broken and destroyed. Um, and for many reasons, it's it shaped Northern Ireland for for the good and for the bad. But I'm really glad to say there is a lot more peace now since a Good Friday Agreement. However, all communities still need work.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Whether it's young people engaging in antisocial behaviour because mm-hmm. of the troubles, or if it's young people getting involved in the wrong activity because they don't know there's another path. Yes. So that's why I think um, while Cinemagic was born through the troubles and you know, as were, there's still so many reasons why young people need to engage with Cinemagic and find yeah. other ways that they can see this can give them a different path in their life.
0: I think it's just that it's that the possibility, knowing that there's a possibility out there. Yes. If you see there's options, if you see there's no options. Why would you think of trying anything else except for this one thing that is absolutely. maybe bad for your health or the health of those around you? So it's even just knowing that's possible, I think, it makes such a difference.
1: Yes, absolutely. And then the last five years have been ridiculously busy, you know, for cinematic. We have produced probably between 40 to 50 short films, wow. you know, two two full-length feature films, and uh, two full-length feature documentaries, and In the last seven weeks alone, we have produced five short films. And it looks like even during this pandemic, we are on target to produce 21 short films in 2021. That is
0: amazing.
1: Well, it's it's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of reasons why we need to just keep doing and keep breaking down the walls and finding ways and different ways to deliver projects.
0: Yeah. So then what happens, like besides the gala, do these films get entered in different kinds of festivals all over to the?
1: Absolutely. So our films do all the international festivals, but also a lot of our films have educational resources. So they would be then sent to all of the schools in Northern Ireland um, with resources behind them for teachers to be able to teach subject matter and filmmaking in the classroom. Wow. So it's both, it's a skills building exercise. Young people develop skills. It's a narrative to tell a story and to be seen visually, but also it's an educational resource. So it kind of crosses over.
0: That's wonderful. How do Another you guys, fun. how do you develop, you know, do you go into the, the projects with a brief of, the educational aspects that you want the this next set of films to be so that the kids kind of have that already going into it or do the kids come and say we want a, a film that addresses these issues or how does it, it, that work to be honest I do, it
1: it happens in many different ways many times we go in with a blank sheet of paper wow and we're very much driven by what the young people want to talk about um and what their subject matters are um Sometimes we go in with a brief to say that we, you know, we're going to look at, at various issues to do with mental health and well-being um, or peace and reconciliation work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a lot of fun whenever we just go in with a blank sheet of paper and we just say, okay, we've got three days together. We've got to figure out how to make a film, who's going to do what, where we're going to shoot it, what budget we have. And as a team, we've got to figure that out and just watch the young people collaborate and try and work together.
0: That's so cool. Well, one of my favorite things about, aside from obviously the awesome benefits for the kids and all of this stuff, is the support that you get from the celebrity community. Talk to me just a moment about working with Liam
1: Neeson and Pierce Brosnan as a for example. Well, do you know what, Eddie, We've been really, really fortunate. Um, We have a number of amazing patrons attached to the charity. And they're all people who, who have come through the industry, they have worked really, really hard, and they're very passionate about giving back. So yes, Liam Neeson has been one of our patrons for 10 years now. He's absolutely incredible, humble, um, and so given of his time. Pierce Brosnan has been involved as well, and he's been in some of our films. Uh, Colin Farrell did a and a for us, for young people the last time we were here. Circe Ronan has been involved for many many years, and each year does fantastic workshops and Q and As for young people. Amazing. Julian Fellows, again, have been involved for many many years and does workshops. So yeah, we, we're we so fortunate, and um, but it is because the personalities see the work that we're doing; they can see firsthand the difference that it makes to young people's lives, and that's why they want to get involved.
0: Yeah, it's that's really amazing, and so what what's next for cinemagic what's coming up in 2022
1: well um so we have a number of other short films to shoot and um, between now and christmas and and next year again it'll be a, a series of short films and potentially um some pre-development for our next feature film
0: wow oh that's so exciting so how if if people want to get involved
1: or they want to know more where should they go please go on to Cinemagic website, which is www.cinemagic, c I-n-e-m-a-g-i-c Awesome. So that's that's fantastic for Cinemagic. And
0: and I just to go back to you personally, but the fact that so a lot of people could have gone to London, could have gotten their BBC job and then could have said, I'm also going to LA because everyone has to move to LA bye, you know, and the fact that you got your grounding in in BBC and then said, I need to go back and make a difference. What, you know, did you ever think of going to LA instead when, what made
1: you say this is what the path I want? You know what? I wish I could say there was a strategic business plan. (laughs) Most of my life, my decisions have been formed on a gut instinct. Um, As I say, you know, I really wanted to try and make things accessible for young people in Northern Ireland. Yeah, and one of the first things that we did was we we contacted the Henson Group because oh, wow. I was a huge, huge fan of the Muppets. And Lisa Henson very kindly agreed to let 17 Muppets come to Northern Ireland. And I remember it being in the front page of every newspaper that the Muppets had come to Northern Ireland and that their oh, you know, okay, incredible puppeteers were doing workshops. And again, that was a great way to bring young people together in a really fun sort of way but in terms of how i ended up in la um i I just had a a baby (laughs) and all the nights that i couldn't sleep my head was completely wrecked with thinking how can we find a way to bring young people from northern ireland to la to show them what is possible at that stage i didn't have any connections here at all so i went for five crazy days to New York and LA by myself and did 64 meetings in five days just with everyone I've been randomly emailing um and anyone that would listen to me I met with um but again it was and especially coming to LA and trying to find navigate through the education system never mind navigate the roads and figure out that LA is so big and get from one end of LA to the other yes. um but do you know what? I really believe in things that have got a, a purpose and are meant to be, they find their way. Mm-hmm. And on my last day of the trip, I was I feeling so exhausted and as i had left my, 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 my baby. And I just kept thinking, what on earth was I even thinking to come here to try to figure this out? Never going to happen. It's ridiculous. And I remember walking down the street and above all days, one day, and I was just... I need, I need a cup of tea and need to go in and get dried off. And there was Burger King. And I were going in there and getting a cup of tea and just standing there and kind of just being too overwhelming. And I remember just praying and saying, God, if, you, if there's a way to do this, please show me how to do this. And just that a name of the school came into my head um, that someone had mentioned to me the day before. And I co called at the school and asked to speak to the principal. The secretary was like, You have not got an appointment. You cannot just call school and expect to speak to the principal. And anyway, the principal came on the phone and he kept saying to me, um, just come just come to my school. And I was like, you don't understand. I don't have a car. I don't even know where I am. And he said, are you in Belfast? I said, no, Burger King is somewhere in LA. And anyway, this complete stranger came and picked me up in a pickup truck <laughs> with two Alsatian dogs. I jump in the car. And the first thing he said to me is, do you have a gun? I said, I've got black mascara running down my face i've been crying i don't have a gun and he said do you know bono and i said no i don't know bono but i've got a great idea and he goes okay come to the school so he drove me to this school and um, right right our city la i can tell you i was very scared the school only had two classrooms there was no windows whoa and these two dogs and i'm very afraid of dogs and had these two alciations at my feet but i remember having this just complete peace this is how the project was meant to start. And just like that, honestly, the phone started ringing, people started getting back to me and I was sent to this guy, I'm going to bring actors, directors, young people from Ireland to your school. And he was just saying, yes, thinking you're the most craziest person I've ever met in my life. But okay, if you think you can do that. And then um, I'd been to the Red Cat that morning and the guy phoned me back from the Red Cat and said, come meet me tonight you can do you know, we'll meet and then if you want to come back and do lots of screenings here in LA you can then um Jason Connery an actor returned my email so literally in the space of about six hours everything changed and then on my last day next morning I was on my way to the airport and I remember getting a taxi to stop at Hamilton High School mm. I wheeled in with my suitcase and asked to speak to the principal and this amazing woman Marlene just said to me I don't know what you're going to tell me but I'll agree to it <laughs> and I think, Okay, we want to find ways to get your kids to come, down and vice versa, and you know what? The rest is history. And That's every crazy. year when we come to LA, all the kids that we bring stay with host families in Hamilton High School, and we've maintained those relationships over the last ten years. So back to what I said: there was no strategic business case. There were moments of absolute madness, and just I guess phone gut instinct. I mean, and just
0: to to to. To borrow a phrase, the audacity of hope. Just, audacity
1: of hope. Just
0: audacious to be like, I'm calling them, and I'm just standing here, and
1: it's going to happen. I know, and do you know what? I, I not like, to be honest. I don't. Even, I didn't even realize that I was being like that at the time. But you know, every year when I come here to LA, like my, you know, so humbled by the money support that we have from like HBO, CIA, Fox, Warner Brothers you know, Fairmont, all of the organizations that have really got behind what seemed to be like a crazy idea and has grown into this kind of award-winning concept is just fantastic. And as I always say, we're only getting warmed up. There's still so much more to come.
0: Oh, that is so wonderful. And it's funny because what you, the story you just told is a perfect encapsulation because when I was writing up my notes for this, I was like, how do I refer to Joan? Is she a producer? Is she an executive director? Is she? And then I just went, I just ended up putting force of nature because I didn't know what else to put. (laughs) And I feel like that's still very accurate.
1: Oh, well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
0: (laughs) I mean, I just, the fact that you are, you know, were and are willing to just go after things and not like, just because you know, it's the right thing to do. And you're trusting your gut rather than worrying about all the, oh, well, that's going to be hard, or they might yeah. say no, or,
1: you know, all the things that we put in front of ourselves. To you stop. know what, Heidi? A lot of it was blind faith as well, because I didn't know what was ahead of me. And I didn't realize half the things that might be coming ahead of me, the problems. I it just it just kept going. And that's the same advice I would give to anybody. You know, people will always tell you not to do things or how difficult it is. But you know what? The only one way to find out. has to be have it a go.
0: Yeah. It is funny when I, I, sometimes I feel like I've gotten a little sedentary and I look back on some of the things that I've done and I'm like, I can't believe I just did that without knowing how hard it was going to be or how scary or, and I just did it. And would I do the same thing again? Like, and why am I afraid of it now? I've already done it. You know? I know,
1: but look, look what you have achieved, Heidi. It is incredible. My work that you have achieved, you're nonstop. You know, last time I speaking to you, you were doing music videos, That's directing, right. And your your classes are incredible. You've got people all over the world who you know come and get involved in your classes and winning an awards. And I, animation and everything. You it's, must it's be one of those who can turn your hand to anything. Well, I think we're
0: peas in a pod.
1: I will, in a pod.
0: I, I, I will take that as a huge compliment. <laughs> yeah. So Thank what you. advice, Is you just gave us a little bit of advice, but what advice, if you could look back and sit down with your 13-year-old self, what would you tell her about what was coming?
1: Be braver sooner, mm. you know, and and trust and we're all very different. I think when you're young and you're trying to figure out who you are, as a young person, you do try and align yourself with like minded people. Yeah. Um, but trust in yourself more and, and your gut instinct. Be brave and know that being different is good. Yes. We all have to make differences in the world. So not rather than conform. be who you are and and trust in your own individual personality
0: I love that I've said to myself before you know I came back here after 10 years of trying to think I couldn't be a creative I you know I went and worked in marketing and I did all these other corporate jobs because I didn't think I could be a filmmaker and now that I'm here and I'm doing it I, I just think that all the time I wish I was braver sooner I wish I hadn't been afraid to just go, why can't I do it? Of course I can. and Let me exactly. just try. So I think that is excellent advice. Oh,
1: thank you. But I need to remember it myself. Like now that I'm getting older, Daily. I'm thinking, am I still as brave as what I used to be? I need to get, I need to have a talk to myself, get my mojo yeah.
0: checked in every now and again. <laughs> no, I've, that's what I was saying. I've done the same thing where I'm like, oh God, a feature film, that's a lot. I don't know if I can take that on. I'm like, you already did it. Why? You've done it before. Why are you? yeah exactly. <laughs> you, you, you didn't even know how hard it was you did it so what are you afraid of
1: that's so true that is so true that is funny well thank you so much for, for, my pleasure. With thank us. You for no thank you for even considering to have me on I really am humbled and thank you so much for listening to my my craziness <laughs> it's inspiring craziness and I love it oh thank you I think
0: Next time on Heartside Salons, another inspiring conversation with another fascinating creative. Special thanks to our graphic and sonic designer, Joel Harris. Our theme music is by Lachey Swing. For more on our script coaching, online concept to pages screenwriting courses, and writing retreats in Italy, again someday, or to be part of our live recording audience, visit us at pagecraftwriting.com, at pagecraftwriting on Instagram, and at pagecraftwrite on Twitter. I'm Heidi from PageCraft, Thanks for listening and stay well.